Welcome to the Diet Diaries, a podcast where we have candid, heartfelt conversations that will help you figure out what, why, and how to eat so you can feel amazing in your body. Because it's time to break the all or nothing mindset of yo-yo dieting, food obsession, and feeling ruled by the scale. I'm your host, body image and nutrition coach, Jordana Edelstein. I'm so happy you're here. Hey, everyone. It's episode 113 of the Diet Diaries. And just like happened last week, I just looked down at my mic and the mute button was blinking and I almost went to record another episode with it on mute. So luckily, I was able to catch that before it happened again. Um, so today I wanted to get maybe a little bit personal. I'm going to talk about uh, my son, Ben. And uh, maybe when he is older, he will listen to this if when he's old enough to listen to these types of podcasts. Who knows? They'll still be around. Um, and the reason I'm talking about him is I'm sharing kind of something that he has been going through and how much I have learned from it and how much it relates. It's just the human experience. And this is just one specific example. And I've been thinking a lot about how it relates to the things I talk about and the work that uh, we're doing. And I kind of say that collectively because this work is ongoing. I'm still doing it. If you're listening, you're doing it. And so we're kind of all in it together. And so here's what I want to talk about. So Ben is 10 and a half. He's in fifth grade. And he made the travel basketball team in our town this year. Um, there's a tryout. And there was, you know, a whole team's worth of kids, like 12 or 13 kids that did not make the team this year. So making the team was a really big deal. And when he made it, we really reinforced to him that it was kind of the result of all of his effort, right? Practicing outside on the hoop on our garage, going to all the, the camps and the clinics and the things that he had done. Um, and he had done a few sessions like one-on-one one, one -on -one with a coach at a gym nearby our house. Um, because the, the truth is, is that Ben is not a kid who is like what you would call like a natural born athlete. He's not a kid who just like picks up a piece of sports equipment and can just play like many kids are. Certainly there's like a spectrum. And he loves sports, loves watching sports, loves talking about sports, loves playing most sports, some sports he's not into. And so it's interesting when you really love something but maybe don't have kind of like that natural proclivity to it. And as adults, we know that you fill that gap with effort, right? And with trying hard. But what I've learned, and this is obviously very subjective and based case by case, this is, you know, sample size N equals one, Ben. Ben is N. Um, his experience has been not necessarily like knowing what that means and how that translates. And... um. So he he made the team and they started practice and we went started going to some games and Danny and I are watching him play and we're just like not seeing him put in all that much effort during games, um, kind of moving slowly, just not hustling. There's no kind of like drive or spark. We had a couple of conversations with him about it and there were a lot of very emotional moments. There were some meltdowns. There was just a lot. This this whole experience of being on the team has been um, a really good learning experience. This is his first time playing on a more competitive team. So he played rec before, which is in town. Travel, you're playing other towns. Um, and because there's a tryout process, it's just different. It's a more competitive environment. This is his first time being in that more competitive environment. And there's a lot that goes along with that, I think, especially at 10 years old. Um, there's a lot, I think, that we expect of kids at a certain age because of the way parents want to run things and 
cultural and society and all these systemic things, but that's like a separate episode, like really unrelated. So what he was able to share with us after a couple of these games was that he was afraid of messing up. He was afraid of making mistakes. And that's why he was not putting in the effort. Because if you don't try, you can't mess up. Makes total sense. I completely got that. And as someone who sat the bench in field hockey for four years in high school, like I got it. I am not like a kind of quote, like natural born athlete either. Um, but I don't really like love sports. Um, so it was never, you know, it didn't cause me like that much grief. But I know that feeling. So it's like when I would play, sometimes I'd be afraid to get the ball because I'm like, I don't know what to do. I'm going to mess up. I don't have that much experience playing in a game because I was sitting on the bench. It becomes like this catch 22. And so I completely understood what he was saying. And we had this conversation with him around giving himself permission to make mistakes that basically made his goal was to go out there and just mess up. Because when you mess up, it means you're trying. And that definitely, I think, clicked in his brain in a helpful way. And it took some time for it to process. But it's like once you give yourself permission to mess up, it's like, okay, well, now I can kind of do anything. And this is true in so many facets of life, like I think in business, in, in personal activities, um, maybe even in relationships. But I can, I'm kind of like seeing parallels to this as I'm talking about in other parts of my own life. Um, and humans learn by making mistakes. If we did everything perfectly all the time, like I don't even know. I think that's just not, our brains just aren't designed that way. And especially with like a physical skill, like a game, and obviously with a sport, there's there's many components to it. But if we're talking about just like physical effort, like how how fast are you running? How much are you hustling? Are you diving for the ball? Are you reaching in? Are you using your body? Like I'm not even talking about like seeing the game and like strategic stuff because I think that's even more advanced. I'm talking about just physically being comfortable in your own body to go out there and use your body to play the game. It's physically impossible to get better at stuff if you don't mess up, if you don't try something and feel what it feels like in your body and then learn how to then kind of try and change that feeling to do it differently. And so once, so there's that piece of it. And then there's like the, I think like probably the shame around like messing up and not wanting to be embarrassed and not wanting his teammates or his coaches or us or anyone else watching to like think less of and be like, oh, look, that kid just like blew that. And so once we kind of kind of flipped this perspective and saying it's actually really good to make mistakes, go out and make all the mistakes, there started to be kind of a slow change. And then I'm recording this on, what is this, Monday, January 23rd. Ben just had two games over the weekend. And watching him play over these last two games, he was like a different kid out on the court. Um, and it's all relatively speaking. I'm not comparing him to anyone else. I'm only comparing him, you know, to himself. But the, the, just the, the, the willingness, the effort, the movement, the trying, the, the going after the ball, the hustle was like night and day. And as a result, he made a bunch of mistakes. He missed a ton of shots. Like he traveled. And he got upset by that. So when he walked off the court yesterday, he played the best he had played all season. And he got really upset. And he had like a mini meltdown in the car. And he was like, I should have made those shots. I messed, I messed up. I should have made those shots. And so again, we had that conversation around like, 
this is, you're missing the shots because you're taking the shots, right? You can't miss the shots that you don't take, right? There's some like, you know, uh, overused quote about you miss all the shots that you don't take or something like that is like an analogy to life. But I mean, it's really kind of true. And so once we reminded him of that, and then once he went out in the backyard and kind of practiced and took some shots and was like, yeah, I can do this. It becomes this reminder about, about effort and that when you put in effort, so much is possible. When you try, when you put yourself out there, it's scary because you might mess up and you might get in situations that you don't know how to handle and you don't know what to do and you've never been in before. But if you don't try, you'll never get there and then you'll never learn and get those skills. And we talked with him, and he actually articulated this himself at one point during many conversations around this. He said something after one game that he wasn't proud of his effort. And I was like, oh, my God, like, yes, that's it. Like, I love that articulation. And so now we've kind of talked about you want to walk away from a game or practice or anything. This isn't even just about sports, obviously. And you want to be proud of your effort. And so... The kind of I want to kind of like start to, you know, transition this away from Ben's basketball. It's like nine minutes into this. I didn't plan on spending that long. Um, into like, why is this relevant to you listening? And two things. One is because we are always focused on the outcome instead of the effort. Really, kind of that's the big thing. We are always focused on the outcome instead of the effort. Especially when it comes to food and body stuff, right? Because Food stuff has always been about being on a diet, and being on a diet has always been about the end results. How much weight did I lose, and what pants could I fit into? Never about how am I showing up along the way, because it's always been I'm just following the rules. How closely can I adhere to these rules that are given to me, even if they're miserable? Right? I talked about this in last week's episode. Like if you're suffering through it, then the outcome isn't worth it. So then you can't even like really value your effort because you're so fucking miserable doing this diet. That it's like, well, I hope that the outcome is worth it because this is terrible. And so I'm, I shared the kind of this story about Ben because I think it's, uh, it's the human experience. And I see it. I saw it in myself and I see it show up. I think it's so many people around food that we are afraid to put in the effort, especially when you think about moving away from dieting and learning how to use skills to eat, to move away from that structure. And I'm not going to say that structure, that kind of rigidity and that familiarity and that comfort of a diet, right? Because things can be familiar and comforting, even if they're not serving us, even if they're ultimately bad from us, for us, because our, our nervous system seeks safety first. Even if sometimes the thing that makes us safe is bad for us, we will continue to do it. That shows up constantly. Um, when we think about wanting to make that shift, it's like, oh my God, what if I can't do it? I don't want to mess up. I don't, it's like there's so much doubt because it's unfamiliar, but it's like if we never try, if we never do it, then nothing will happen, right? Because we're afraid of making mistakes. What if I can't do this? What if I like don't know how to live without a diet? Like the reality is that when you put in the effort and you try and you show yourself what you're capable of, you do feel that sense of pride and you are like, oh my God look what I just did. And then all you need is that little bit of evidence, right? That one rebound, that one shot made, back to the basketball analogy, to feel that confident. Oh, look, I had that ice cream in the freezer and I didn't eat the whole pint. Or um, 
friends came over for dinner and we ordered pizza and I was able to comfortably eat two slices and have some salad and like feel really good about it um, because you use these skills. And so when we think about trying to shift away from the outcome and think about the effort, we want to think about measuring progress in terms of effort, right? So again, like I don't want Ben to be thinking about, well, I had 10 rebounds and, and 15 points and however many assists. I mean, that's the way like the NBA measures things. But as a kid, it's like how much effort, how many times did I hustle to try and get that ball? Um, you know, did I, did I help my teammate up off the floor? Um, did I listen to my coaches? Did I have a good attitude? Like what is the effort? And so what does that look like kind of in the context of our work? It could look like eating protein as many meals as possible. It could look like putting your fork down between bites if you're trying to slow down and work on fullness. It could look like identifying what are my negative body image triggers. If you are struggling with body image, what are the triggers that make me start having these really tough thoughts and talking to myself in a really mean way? How can I identify those? How can I add in more walks or how can I walk for a few extra minutes on the walks I'm already doing, right? What is the effort that I am putting in moving me kind of towards wherever I want to go? Because the reality is we can't control these outcomes. You can't control whether the ball goes into the basket. You can't control what the other team is doing or how they're guarding you or how they perform or what they do. Just like I can't control if I do increase my protein in every meal, I can't control when that's going to translate into fat loss if that's a goal of mine. Um, if I work on identifying my body and image triggers, I don't know when I'm going to get to a point where I'm no longer like beating myself up over like the fat on my stomach. I don't know when those thoughts are going to start to kind of dissipate or turn down in volume. But I know that I'm showing up for myself. And I know that I'm proud of that effort because it's in alignment with my values. I talked about this last week. I'm going to keep talking about it because everything comes back to this. And putting in effort and having that integrity, because really I think it's about integrity. It's about acting in a way that's in alignment with what matters to you. That's effort. If you care about something, you are going to want to put in effort. And when we let the fear of messing up or making mistakes or feeling uncomfortable because it's new and unfamiliar hold us back, ultimately that's not taking action in alignment with our values. That's not putting in effort. That's kind of allowing what's familiar to call the shots. And that's why once we kind of get that little bit of bit of proof that I mentioned, it gets easier and easier to kind of keep going. Um, because we can't control outcomes, we can control effort, and we can control our actions, right? We can't control necessarily what emotions pop into our head. We can't necessarily, at first, we can learn to over time, but at the beginning of this work, you're not necessarily going to be able to control your thoughts. Your thoughts are going to come. You can control how you respond to them. Right. So this is like, where can I focus my energy on what I can control and focus on that? And knowing that even though it feels scary to do that because it's new and it's different, right? And if this is like, I'm used to just looking at myself in the mirror and saying, oh my God, I'm disgusting. My stomach is so fat. I'm going to go on a diet. Moving away from that kind of um, way of life to try something different, to try using a skill-based approach to eating and body image, it's scary. 
And if you don't try it, you can't mess up, right? But also if you don't try it, you're always stuck where you are. You'll never get better. You'll never become a better basketball player. You'll never become, I'm going to say like a better version of yourself, the version of yourself that you want to be, the version of yourself that is more in alignment with what matters to you. And so again, this really just comes back to noticing that fear, that fear of change and acknowledging it and saying, okay, I get where this is coming from because familiarity and comfort are safe, even if those things are bad for me. But if I never, if I never challenge myself and I never put myself out there, I'm always going to be stuck here. And if I want to get better at this thing and I want to have a better quality of life for myself and live more in alignment with my values, I'm going to have to put in effort. I'm going to have to put myself out there and see what happens. And I would nearly guarantee you that it will be the best thing you ever did and that you will find joy and pride and worthiness in that in a way that you may never have before. Um, and if you hear me getting choked up, like I am, um, because I've seen this in myself. I just watched it in my 10-year-old kid. And again, this is not about basketball. This is about like being a human and the things that we tell ourselves, the stories we tell ourselves. And so, and, and really what we are ultimately capable of we have the right support. And so that's what I want this to be for you. I want this, I want this to be that support. I want you to feel seen and heard and for it to give you kind of like that little push to say, okay, I'm ready. I'm ready to take this risk. I'm ready to put myself out there. I'm ready to do something different because I want a better, better quality of life. And I want to show up in a way that's more connected to who I actually am and what matters to me. Um, so that's really what this episode is about. And um, I'd love to hear your thoughts. And thank you for listening. <laughs> um, and more soon. <laughs>